If you're dependent on a neural link for downloads and memory storage and things like that, you've lost the ability as, as a discipline to exercise your mind. So you would lose everything. We're setting for a new world where the elite will be picked and some others are still getting their tickets punched. Basically what's going on is we have assets. They consider us assets or chaff. If you have good looks, good bloodlines, you're innovative, you're visionary, you're creative, and uh, one of the elite, then you can make the program. That's why the Matrix talks about a program. I was talking about a program. Right. Now might be the time that it's time to wake up and see everything because this tech is now coming to light now. Now's the time to wake up the Great Awakening. If you have not been looking at C60 as a means to significantly improve your health and your immunities, you should be. Here's why. First, a strong and healthy immune system is your body's first defense. And for those with a strong immune system, your body will adequately fight illnesses without medical intervention. Second, C60 is safe. As long as you're taking a high quality C60 with no added fillers or solvents. Third, C60 is the best means of removing free radicals from your body that exist. It's at least 200 times better at this function than vitamin C and any other antioxidant. This is the magic. When you free up your body's resources from fighting free radicals, they then can focus their attention on healing. Every person has different needs, but the magic begins when your body can start to heal. So now it becomes clear, you need the best free radical fighter that exists, and that is C60 with black seed oil and curcumin. Go to sarahwestel.com shop and learn more about why this formula is so powerful. Also available by diffuser with ultra, ultra refined C60 oil to safely get directly into your lungs. It's also the best way to help your family pets by just being in the same room. Be sure to read the research and of course, use the current coupons to save money when you buy. Patrons also receive a 10% discount. You can find that code at patreon.com slash sarahwestel. Remember, keeping you and your family safe is the most important thing you can do. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Thomas Althaus coming back to the program. He is the original writer of the Matrix screenplay. And he has a major lawsuit going on because he's going after the Hollywood moguls that stole the screenplay for from him. I did an interview with him about a year ago, nine months ago, and it, it you want to go and see that and actually go to his website to prove to yourself that he was indeed the one that did this. I spent time looking it over and seeing that I, I think this guy got hosed. They stole this, this screenplay from him. And now there's people coming out of the woodwork. There's so much evidence that's coming out that he really was the legit guy. And he's been fighting on this for a long time and things are turning in his direction. You gotta remember, this is a very interesting uh, interview because he's, he's, a, he's a genius in how he thinks and how he, he thinks differently than a lot of people. And he's very creative and he, he speaks, he fast talk and different things. And, um, but he's very simple at the same time and humble. So I don't, I just want to warn you that some of the, you know, concepts and stuff, it's just, he's different. He's, I bring you so many different things, but I really think that this is a legit story. 
And I want you to keep an open mind on that and, and look for yourself, prove it to yourself, you know, before you reject it or before you even just wholeheartedly uh, believe it, go look for yourself. I think that's important. That's part of the critical thinking that we need to do. But he is in the process of redoing his original screenplay. And the interesting thing, it's matches what we're going through in the world today. And he said back in the early 90s, he got all this information. He doesn't know why he got it or how he got it. He's gonna explain that. And it is incredible how it matches our reality and, how, and, and the way they took it and did the imagery, uh, the Wachowski brothers did the imagery isn't quite what it was supposed to be. I mean, it was the same concepts, but it makes you think like it isn't quite um, what's going on today. But it, it kind of like the, the thing that attaches to your neck or to the neural link. The neural link is being included today. All these things are happening today. The technology is here. They want to do this one world, one world order. He talks about this one world order. He talks about all the human trafficking. He talks about all that in the original screenplay. It is incredible how there is a link to this. It's just a very intriguing situation. Now, I, I question some of his ideas and I push back a little bit. Um, before we get into this, I want to remind you that I have on my uh, new website, sarahwestall.tv. I still have sarahwestall.com where I have articles and all my episodes and stuff, but sarahwestall.tv, I have all my episodes since I started there. And um, for subscribers, I have the exclusive. So if you just go to sarahwestall.tv, you can see all my episodes there as well since in the, over the last five weeks and all my new exclusives. So if you subscribe, you can get all of that as well. And I have uh, one up there with Jesse Zaboder. I have one up there with Judy Mikovits. I have one up there with David Martin, Dr. David Martin. I have a lot of really good ones up there that are exclusives. So take a look at that if you're interested in subscribing. And also my patrons get that as well. So, and then the last thing, please consider going to my shop at sarahwestall.com.tv. I have Tetrogen that's um, for everyone can get 25% off. It'll help you keep your weight down during the holidays. My patrons get 30% off. I also have an amazing offer from Defy Time where you get 15% off their tablets. Their uh, Define Time, or any of their products, their Define Time tablets last for three months. It's expensive, but with 15% off, ends up being a little more than $200 a month. I know that's expensive, but it's really great if you can extend someone's life or extend someone's quality of life. That makes it very much worth it. And it's the best in the world for lengthening your telomeres. And once you include C60 with that, it is golden. You are just really making your quality of life better. And I'm really hoping my parents can live longer. I'm really working on that with them. And I know my dad's cognitive ability is so much improved. So I really highly recommend it'd be a great Christmas present for somebody. So please go there, sarahwestall.com slash shop. It really helps the show continue. Now let's get into this interview with Thomas Aldhouse. Thomas, thank you so much for returning back to the program. Since we last talked, you have had a lot happen. And for viewers and listeners that don't remember, you were, you claim to be the writer of the Matrix mm -hmm. three movies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and since then, you've had courts and others recognize you as such. Can you talk about that? 
What's happening is we're having um, people within the court system and a lot of the main players, even from the other side, coming forward and recognizing it. It's like that twisted middle right now where you got the players that were given um, basically licensed by the Hollywood groups to claim it and FBI. And then you have them pandering right now. You have um, them contacting, like Sophia Stewart just contacted me recently when these different hosts, including yourselves, were having channels cut. And it was cut. And uh, they made sure the same day that was happening to let me know that, you know, this is happening and you're not going to win in court and there'll be an injunction if you make your movie. And I'm responding going, that's fine. So Sophia Stewart, one of them being the uh, one who claims to be the mother of the matrix, came from USC. Another person was in a collective from a school that had been drawn from. But what's happening is Paul Martin, uh, uh, who was on the um, set for Matrix, he was a fight choreographer, he's coming forward and saying, yeah, your script is used on set. Uh, they made it up as they went along. It's common knowledge. I was there. Got Paul Anderson from Marvel Comics coming forward now and saying, yeah, your script was used. Um, let's do a joint project where we do the Immortals, this script right here, and Cypher, man. So what's happening is it's a whole, whole new ball game. They reinvent themselves where people are seeing the whole pendulum switch shift now. We haven't had our full day in court yet, but we will. And they know that, and that's being laid out. I got Sophia Stewart's main guy switched away from her, saying on an interview that she was a fraud. And then 78, his whole site was gone. And the interviews with me were gone. The interview that was coming up uh, was struck. His site was struck before it, just before it. And he was gonna have Nicholas Jackson back on explaining about Sophia Stewart being a plant and a fraud. So what's interesting is they're trying to do a sledgehammer move now where they're shutting, trying to shut everything down, having their contact Sarah call me directly and say, look, we're either gonna try to work with me or uh, try to provoke and taunt. And it's a mess. On their side, it's absolutely a mess. When I say their side, I mean Hollywood, California FBI, religious right are all interconnected. And so what you have are these movie moguls working with the FBI that's supposed to control content and it's really, you know, who hatched first and who's really in charge, and it's a mess. Meanwhile, their players are left unshepherded, and so the players are contacting. Some are trying to make deals. Some are trying to um, play both sides, the 48 ways of power, which is required reading in these circles, which say, you know, be behind both thrones. And then you got others that are trying to do joint projects, contract in one hand, dagger in the other. So what's happening is you're seeing Hollywood panic, and one of the clearest clues I'll just throw to you and let get right back to you. I uh, did an interview with a um, wonderful guy from uh, Right On Radio, and we just did another one today. Right after his interview, he's, we're talking about, you know, what we do, the FBI connected to pedophile rings. It sounds like a, whoa, way out there, far out stretch shot, but it's true. And so what happens actually after the interview, a day after Sarah, the head of the FBI starts to attack the attorney general in Texas saying that he's now implicated by two unknown sources, unnamed, that he's uh, doing something in his own interests and nothing specified. Why that's pertinent is because they're announcing that the head of the FBI who's under the gun now with our stuff is announcing that the attorney general in Texas, why? Because he's the one that's giving us a shield. I'm now in Texas. Right now I'm in my parents' house in Pennsylvania, basically a fugitive in my home, getting stuff and evidence going back to Texas. So the Texas attorney general is keeping my boy and my manager and others safe by being a shield against what's going on with the head of the FBI. So the FBI is now accusing him. It is just all coming out on the carpet. Why do you think your case is such a big deal in Hollywood? Why is it that they, you know, because they have Great so question. many. Question. Yeah, because they have so much fraud. They have so many pedophile problems. They, they just a bunch mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. 
uh, weirdo losers, in my opinion. Yeah, so why are. is your case? Yeah, you hit it. They're nerds. Well, they're, they're not just nerds. They're the creepy, awful, ugly well, here's people. The Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, here's your answer. Elon Musk. Here's part one of the answer. Elon Musk was just announced as being the second richest man in the planet, right? Well, what does that have to do with us? Elon Musk is right in here. The whole neural link concept, jacks the neck, everything else, is in the screenplay. It's implications, what could go wrong. In here, it talks about neural links, jacks the neck, which is what Hosky said they want to do for real. This is the part one of the answer I'm going to give you. So the material and concepts in this that are present day today were written in 92 and 93, Sarah. And that includes Neuralink, described with even what the downfalls are. Our character uses a Neuralink to jack into Smith's memories, which are his own memories are stored. Person, what, with, it, with it being um, uh, tampered with, the Neuralink's concept has a problem, a big flaw, because in our screenplay, our main character, the Neo character counterpart, loses all his memories. If you're dependent on a neural link for downloads and memory storage and things like that, recognition and, and no, that, you've lost the ability as, as a discipline to exercise your mind. So you would lose everything. As soon as the neural link fails, you lost everything if you become dependent on it. That's in our screenplay. It's important because then he lives the memories of the Smith, which they keep in Matrix, the blend. In our screenplay, you have him downloading Smith's memories, getting rid of his own using the neural link jack, which Elon Musk is making a fortune off of, right? Not giving credit to the concept writer. And to find the dome, the cortex building, all this other stuff, suffering the feelings and thoughts and memories of the Smith. That's huge. So the Wachowskis wanted to do the concept of let's get credit for the jacks the neck. They said they want to do it for real in an article. Elon Musk is making a fortune off the Neuralink, which is in the screenplay of the Immortals. Then you also have the Immortals title in the copyright office. See if, um, see if people can stay with me here. The Immortals title in the copyright office under the Wachowski's handlers, Mortals Con title, De Laurentiis, Paradise Films, De Laurentiis Pictures, and the uh, international bank or investment firm, which claims my title and work, a slot at the copyright office. Why are they doing it? Because I'm worth between 800,000 to a, a, billion and a billion and a half. So it's like, that's part of the reason. Also, this work, they say it's a documentary now, Matrix. This work actually is whispering through art. Robertson's plans connected to the FBI, connected to the Hollywood moguls and child trafficking. So it's basically a Pelican brief on steroids. So they tried to hijack it, profit off it. Everyone gets a piece of money. How Good. did you write a screenplay that was so close to reality? How did you do that? Do you know? Do you feel that you were given that information without knowing or how? Great question. Again, I personally feel, I'll let the cat out of the bag. I personally feel it was just channeled through. I don't want to use a word that specifi specifies anybody's group or relief because I'd leave it open. But I believe I was just given it. I have a whole belief system on where we come from and what created our worlds. And I believe this is tied to it. And part of that belief system, I mean, I'm way out there on Wawa land right now, but just bear with me. As a personal belief, you know, we all have the right to have our personal beliefs. I feel that if you're going to communicate with someone in this dimension, level, whatever, create through art, science, and math, wouldn't that be the best way to do it? And wouldn't you pick somebody who's really a nobody, right? Common Joe or Common Jane, and use them, not your politicians or things like that, or FBI, but use somebody that you can give these insights to math, art, science, 
This thing, Sarah, is riddled with inventions in our time from 1992. You have Surrey, you have iPad. Well, but do, do you think that you were given it by the cabal, the, the negative forces, or do you think you were given it by the light forces to try to get people to see the world differently? Another great question. This is fantastic. Thank you. The light. I believe I was given it by the light. And I believe there's an urgency to it and a reason that I was given it, that it's time sensitive. But I also feel that the timing of it is quite striking. The neural link is now. That's now, not three decades ago. The Surrey is now. The GPS is now. The iPad is now. So we have another clue that in this stuff, I'll hold up one more time for this. Here is this stuff with the director of the Copyright Office Specialist sewing. This is it. This is it. Not eight pages of scribble notes, 128 pages carefully crafted. In it is technology of our time. Who am I? Now, I got tested genius at like 1%. The, the test doctor said, okay, you're top 1%. I don't feel like it. I feel like I'm not that smart. I feel like I should be in the 20 percentile. But the, besides the of heaven help us if I'm the top percent, it's like, <laughs> why was I given all this stuff? I believe it's the light. Right? I mean, I do feel like that. And my son's no, like, I, dad, they look at you, you know, yeah. I, I understand. Okay. So I understand the thought that if, if you're the smartest, you know, because I tend to be in the upper echelon too, then we are in trouble. But okay. But let's, let's We're talk. Yeah, we're, we are in serious trouble. So this is pretty serious because you, what is missing? They took your screenplay and everybody on the set is like, oh yeah, they all knew it was Thomas Atwood's screenplay, at house. I'm sorry, I called you Atwood's, at house. Um, Atwood is another 20, person that I, I interviewed. Yeah, um, 20 foot roll, yeah. Yeah, they all knew. So, okay, so, but then they changed elements of it. Why did they change elements of it and not use the the pure form perfect 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 question here's the answer wachowskis are not bright keep in mind dina laurentis wined and dined them promised beautiful women and fame and fortune when they failed at everything painting contracts other business jumped out of college their mom said all they did was play video games why they picked the dumb people why are they wine and dining them why did dina laurentis is on this uh, right here on this forum in the copyright office with the wachowskis Wine and dine the Wachowskis. They want loyalty. They want in-house. They want control. They want the money. So they pick people who failed that be hungry to take the work. They'd be dirty enough to want to take it, want the rewards, like my sisters become. And what happens is they can control them, or can they? Because what happens is the Wachowskis put well, my high school, my birthday, my dad's name, my birth, uh, all this stuff, my name is Neo, in the first graphic. So they're even trying to be clever apart from their handlers that are feeding them all this stuff. But what they're doing is, here's the answer. But they're not that smart, so how are they going to steal it? They can't understand the material, which the guy who told me about those inserts said, they don't understand the material. Here's your catch. What they're going to do to steal it and what they're going to present to the suits at Warner Brothers is this. We can take this material by lifting all the images you think are, quote, cool, put them into a visual storyboard, and take the credit that way, and pray it falls together. Joel Silver said on set when the two and three were installments were finished, we haven't seen the rushes yet, but we hope the story will hold together. We hope we used up the rest of the story. There are some big flags. So they didn't even know it was going to tie together because they kept my exact ending. Little girl at the train station, squiddy, uh, the identical figures facing off, and then the creator goes the one, little girl pointing the sun. This is my exact ending. In articles, Sarah, Wachowski's claim that everybody said blow it up. They should have because they lifted everything out. So why did they do it? How, why they do it the way they did? 
They're looking to lift the images they think are cool, get credit for that. They didn't care if it tied together just so they get the credit. And that way they can rip the material off. See, it's also a way to try to get around copyright law. It's, yeah. Well, one thing is that they did do well is the imagery. It was new as far as how they, they did the imagery and stuff. So they did a good job of, and maybe they don't get credit, I don't know, of directing it in the sense of it being a cool looking film. They had a good team. They had the green screen and everything like that. You're right. But they had people actually writing with them and doing it for them like Larry does now for Matrix 4. Okay. And so there's a Matrix 4 coming out. Now, is that yours or theirs? Good question. They announced different things as we did different interviews. Every time we do an interview, like you're doing right now, something happens major, like we did with the Attorney General just the other day. Or with, uh, keep in mind, Bob Iger, when he was, uh, we have on tape his contact, from, well, actually, his associate, his office, assistant, main assistant, main office, uh, saying he wanted to have a meeting with me. Next day, he's fired after our interview, right? Bob Iger from Disney. So they keep reacting. They keep reacting. And so what's happening is you've got this situation now where Matrix 4 is announced. And when's it announced, Sarah? It's announced on the anniversary of my son's birthday, the one, one of the ones that were murdered. So October 14, they announced Matrix is going forward. They always do these date matchups. When did Mike Lang say he was taking my wife to bed? Mike Lang of Disney, Harvey Weinstein's boss, who was brought in 1993 to film, uh, film tracks and Miramax and take credit uh, for um, the Immortals. On my birthday, July 2nd, is when he announces this email to the provided wife, Becca Beeland, a lot to swallow here, a big red pill. Um, who was a planted wife with a criminal record, like total recall. So many tight connections. On my birthday, July 2nd, he sends the email, which we have the copy of, saying, Becca, move in with me for 60 days. My son loses his mom in the multi-million dollar property on Man uh, Spokane, Washington. Show his bed with a shaving kit. It's mind-blowing. Now, they think the more, there's like a, there's a coaxial to um, the maximum from World War II, Goebbels. Basically, he says, you keep repeating something simple, the audience uh, latch on to public and keep repeating it. And the bigger the lie, the more it'll stick. The same works in the reverse, where the more truth and more evidence you have that's so mind-blowing for those that are your targets that they could bring forward makes audiences not believe it. Isn't that something that the more material they give, the more evidence we have, the more or less likely audiences are going to believe. They'll say it's too much. It's too convoluted. There's too much evidence. It's just, it's the mind-blow. It's weird. It's like People... It, yeah, it, now yeah. it is weird. So we know, we know, and I've been covering this a lot now, that they have this global reset. They have this cabal that is evil. They have all these things. And you somehow were able to write a screenplay that is almost a match of what they really want to implement for us. Yep. Um, now, Yep, right here. Uh, and now they, and they're, con and they're controlling it. They, there's, I don't even understand. I mean, what, why, why do they care? Are, are they just, I, why do they even care at this point? Why did they, you know, a billion dollars isn't that much money to these clowns. Well, it's, you know, like, it's almost like the arc setting. It's almost like if we go to the myth of the arc or, or yeah, whatever they'll call it. I don't want to step on anybody's belief or anything like that, but the arc's being built in a sense. Let's do it figuratively, okay. We're setting for a new world where the elite will be picked and some others are still getting their tickets punched. And I'm one of those. Basically what's going on is we have assets. They consider us assets or chaff. 
if you are worth your salt, and here are some of the criteria, beautiful, intelligent, innovative, a visionary, good bloodlines, that's entered the picture, good bloodlines, royal bloodlines, things like that are now factors. You, were, you cut out at the second one. What was the second one? Well, I said that the things that they're mattering is actually beauty, if you're pretty, that's in the screenplay too. How, you know, child trafficking like that, if you're a grad student who's attractive, you can get into a program. It's supposed to be based on merit, it's not. Soon you're, soon you're gonna see this idea of like, we're gonna have a reset and a one world society and those that'll be allowed to be in it and those that'll be cut out. As you're courted, which I've been courted a number of times by different parties, they tell you amazing things like Lauren Holmberg on Maui, CIA operative, makes no bones about it, exports imports from Africa, one of my handlers. He said that, you know, Tom, don't try to make a difference. The uh, 9-11 was an inside job, of course. Amazed that people are so stupid enough to believe it. Um, told me about all kinds of stuff from piles of children's small arms and legs to, in Africa to uh, watching murders happen where no one, the CIA, FBI doesn't step in to stop it. We are either assets or fat. And like Robertson's criteria fits in too. They're all one group in this. And if you're pretty, this is really what they think of. It's like Dr. Strangelove on steroids. If you have good looks, good bloodlines, you're innovative, you're a visionary, you're creative, and uh, one of the elite, then you can make the program. That's why the Matrix talks about a program. I was talking about a program. Right here, I want to read you. Can I read you a page, an excerpt from page 35 from the actual screenplay? Yeah, because your screenplay you is more, yeah, now, well, before you read it, your screenplay is more, not the one they did, but it's your, whispering through art. Your, your screenplay is more real than the major. Okay, so talk about it. Go ahead. Read it. Well, here, I want to read this excerpt. So here's the Smith agent counterpart talking to Neo in mine. Listen to what he says. It's the interrogation scene they did, right? But the interrogation scene is actually done in his home. His daughter is upstairs present. They took that relationship relationship out. The daughter relationship is, is essential for satisfying any little girl at the end is hugging Neo, pointing to the son with the identical figures facing off. That ties up the train station girl and completes the whole story where the audience goes, now I get it. Because in mine, Smith character, Neo thinks the Smith character rescued his daughter from the building, burning building. When he downloads his memories, he finds out it wasn't. In mine, it's actually a Christ figure that saved her. And the architect has changed to look like Christ. It's identical figures of the crater. So in mine, it's, um, it makes sense with Neo watching the event and having his daughter restored to life after the crater pulse wave comes out, restored to life coming up and saying, I watched you, daddy. Point to the sun saying, that's the man, the Christ figure with Neo because they didn't want the Christ figure. So then they put the cross on Neo's chest, the arms out, it'll all start coming together, see? Isn't that crazy? Are you still there? I am. I'm switching to uh, audio okay. only because the just video is not it. working well. So um, Don't worry, I'll go. You're going to get a lot of interruption probably. I just, my, my internet's not working very well. And that's why I've been doing a lot. Of, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. Yeah, I've been getting a, problems just all over. You're probably going to get a lot of interference too. How much do you think your story matches? Well, that's a great question. Great question. Matches completely on imagery lifted. All the ideas and images lifted match completely. Now, if you steal a work and just try to chop shop it, like taking a Porsche apart, first of all, it's not going to make a viable car in the end. It's going to be a hybrid of garbage pieces attached. And what happens also is by lifting the images, you rip the spine out of the story. And as that's why Joel Silver says at the end, after the shootings in 2003 of the trip or the stuff, that we hope it'll hold together. We hope we used up the rest of the story. Because he doesn't know. 
They chop shopped it. What I've been told by like Paul Martin and others is the script was used on set. One hand is holding the script. Wachowskis have a 20 foot rule. If you're within 20 feet, you're fired. You can't see this in hand. There is no working drafts. Their attorneys are on tape saying they have no working drafts whatsoever, Sarah. Mind blowing for a copyright thing. But they do have this. So they have this on set with this visual storyboard, all the images lifted from here. You see all the tabs from that in the other hand. And they make it up as they go along. That's why when they got to the end, there was all kinds of arguing on how to finish it. That's why they said, no, we're going to keep the exact ending. But I do want to read you this excerpt. Here is um, Smith agent counterpart talking, talking to Neo. Here you go. Imagine the greatest minds of the 20th century working together and defeating man's deadliest enemy, death itself. The immortal program will ensure world peace. Right now, the highest offices of every major world power are joining and preparing to usher in a one world society. Our country's leading the way. A brave new world is about to begin, and you can be part of it forever. I've been instructed to offer you everlasting life. He says, do I have a choice? A choice, disgrace and death instead of health and immortality. Jim gets up, looks at the window, and the agent's outside, or maybe just normal life with my family. Your choice is to join the program or you and your family will die. So what happens in the red pill imagery of the red pill and blue pill? In mine, you're offered the red pill. If you're offered the chair to sit in with one of the elite, you take it or you die, or your children will die. Your sons will die. So there's no blue pill, red pill option. The Wachowskis again looked at images they thought were cool and tried to simplify it. In the real story, you're offered the red pill or else. If you don't take it, your family dies. And it's exactly what's happening in my real life. So it, it, it is. It's pretty crazy. So do you think that they were directed by the cabal or somebody to say, you will do this screenplay um, but you're not going to, Thomas won't be able to do it. You're going to do it. And you have some creative freedom to change it a bit. Exactly. They can do what they want with it. Basically, that's what he said. Do what you want with it, basically. And the, the Warner Brothers actually said, you have to use uh, Keanu Reeves for Neo. See, Keanu Reeves was being saved by Warner Brothers suits. His career was being saved. They said, you have to use him as Neo. So he's not this innocent guy in this picture. He's actually... Um, He's one of the baddies in it, and people don't really get that because he's so groomed and popularized and PR'd right now. But basically, they can do things with it, just keep the imagery that's clever, and cleanse it, basically, of the real points that hit home. So no one's going to understand what the Matrix really means, and how many people on this planet are still trying to figure it out, right? The Wachowskis actually let people figure it out and say, you can come up with stuff. On their fan site, they'll go, okay, we didn't figure that. Six generations of Zion was stupid. The fans are right. One, keep providing information. They don't even know. So they're saying, like, let the audiences figure it out for themselves. They don't know. And that's one of the reasons when that gentleman from the story department called me anonymously and said, yeah, this guy called me when the story first broke. And he's like, you know, before they threw everything. And he's like, these guys, the Wachowskis hate you. Larry's obsessed about your age. He's, he hates you. That's why he's putting your age on the clock and everything. But he said that, um, yeah, high school, all that stuff's in there because they want to be more clever than you. They don't understand your work at all. So just lifting the images to take credit for it but there's a lot of us that are behind you. And he said he would actually talk to me again when we won. He thought that insert blow from the um, first graphic where they put Michelle uh, McGee, the artistic director as Neo's mom, Owen Patterson as the other school, Mike's school, Center West High, my actual school as Neo's school, um, like right here, here you go. So in that first graphic, that's Neo's school, my school. And Neo's uh, birthday is listed, or one date on there is July 22nd, real bold. That's what my record said is my birthday at the time. And my, uh, my dad's name, uh, John A. And Anderson's our Scottish clan name. And my, you know, so all this stuff is in there because the Wachowskis want to feel more clever than the author, you know? 
And so they have their plant, Sophia Stewart, say, they would never do that, they would never do that, you know, while she's mocking the death of my sons. They're supposed to disrupt, rile you, um, get you to have despair, and give up. But what they didn't understand was if you, if you murdered my sons, and I have one left, and I have actually a contact on tape saying he's alive because I'm supposed to know they can get to them anytime they want. I taped it. I have it on tape. It's just, it's, these people are evil, so you don't know what they're going to do. But <laughs> And they flip. They flip, Sarah. They flip. If they think you've got the winning side. If they think you're going to win, they'll flip to your side. Now, do you believe, or are you going to do your real screenplay with somebody? Is that what you're working on? The Immortals, you're going to actually do it the way it was supposed to be done? Yes. Yes. Very good. Very good. Now, here, great, great. Yes. Very good question. We are. And that's why a lot of the players and plants, like this guy that works for Spielberg, he, he goes by Augment. They like these fancy names. His name is Peter from New York. And he's actually doing a counter site you'll find on me where he's saying that I'm to be taken out of the picture, but what I've done will be carried by him. What? Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> he's replacing me as a David thing, he said, a David Goliath. But the thing is, these guys are coming forward saying, let's make your piece, the immortals, but change it. Paul Anderson, to do the cipher, immortal blend, he wants to change it. Um, these other people that come forward, let's make your story, but let's change it. Because they don't, if, if it's made as is, like when Sophia Stewart called me when they struck your programs and stuff, right? Um, and Red Pill and such. That was just a crazy move for them to do, by the way. I'm so sorry. Hold on. When they took mine, they took a whole bunch of us and we're suing Google. That was an operation pre-election. Red Pill 78. They wiped his side out too. Yeah. All, Will, well, he's Turbert. suing. With, he, yeah. Yeah. The, he's in the lawsuit, Red Pill 78. But they did an operation to silence all people like us right before the election. Also because, also because you're doing these interviews. I hate to say it, it doesn't make me look so good, but also that. That's why Sophia Stewart called me the very day they were struck. It's on my phone, her call. So she called that day to say these hosts were being struck because you carried my stuff. Yeah, I wasn't struck. Okay, good, you're just, but my interview was done. Well, your, your interview got taken okay, off right, with my then. channel. Red Pills was totally wiped out. Yeah, yours was just taken off with my channel. Mine went down right. because I was That's, doing yeah. child yeah. trafficking. And that they don't want exposed for sure. But keep going. But that's what I'm talking about, child trafficking. I'm talking about child trafficking, the screenplay I'm talking about with Hollywood and FBI Connected and Robertson, Religious Right, and Falwell. So see, with my screenplay, it puts all the pieces together. Another back to that question you answered. So yes, partly because you put me on. Partly because you put me on. That's why by putting me on other platforms, it's good. But yeah, I'm the one that's supposed to bring all the pieces together. So I'm my own character. They say Neo's the one. I'm my own character, Thomas A. So yeah, okay. They don't want that out there. So this is one of the things they don't that like. Wouldn't yeah. look good. Well, because there's yeah. a lot of people that didn't interview you that got taken down. One of the pieces. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is it was much broader than. Well, there's other. That was future people. That would be future people. That was they didn't want anybody covering this stuff because, like you said, we make the screenplay, make the documentary, and uh, do the court case. It's over. They're very afraid of the court case coming down that can be done. So it's like, that's, that's got them freaked. And I, I have a message from Nicholas Jackson saying Sophia Stewart and all of them are freaked out about your court case coming. And that's why they're doing all these things to you now. So, yeah. Yeah. I just don't, I'm, as respectfully as I can, I think it's bigger than this because a lot of people it are taking that. I, I think it's tied to it's a bunch of it. the election, it's a bunch of pieces the Trump together. election. They don't want the pieces coming together. Well, but yeah, but I also- see Trump's connected to us. He is. Do you, have you talked to him? Yes. Oh, yes. In fact, uh, Christopher, who we call Amorpheus, he's getting all the emails from um, Eric Trump and Jay Sekulow, both. Robertson's attorney who represents Trump. 
And the, he said his life became hell after he associated with me. What's happening is um, we're being told by insiders that Trump actually knows exactly what we're doing, that we're considered one of the um, players in this that's very key to be re uh, revealed after this is all done. Oh. So it's like, yeah, because again, why the, why the screenplay? This puts it all together, Sarah. Where does it come from? This puts it all together from child trafficking to what's happening now for a one world society to Neuralink to everything is all in there. It's worth a fortune. They just said Elon Musk is the second richest man in the world today. Who's who? Uh, when do you think you're going to start this movie? And who's else? Is, is there anybody on board yet? And do you have the money behind it? And we do. We have people on board. Um, investors gathering. We have attorneys coming together. We've got um, the documentary team already working. It's we don't talk about it because the people keep getting approached and they ask not to be talked about. Because what happens is as soon as it leaks a name, they're on them, either with an offer or threat. I can see that. And my sister was approached with rewards and threats. And boy, did she get the rewards. So we, it's, it's all coming that. to be. It's only for the really smart ones to catch on like yourself right now. And um, yeah. Well, I'll have a cameo piece in the film. Give me, give me a cameo piece in the film. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Uh, you, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. Okay. You got it. Because it's going to happen. And the Hollywood attorneys are actually saying they're, they're drooling over it. The Hollywood attorneys actually say it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sure. I, this is a great screenplay. I'm sure that people would be very excited to do it. Now, what do you want people to know about before we wrap this interview up? I'd say one of the most important things to know is that um, the evidence is there. And look at the most important evidence. Bring it forward. Share it. Because right now, basically, my family's being killed right before their eyes. My son, I have two sons dead, one left. And what's happening is they're doing it in plain sight. They're trying to prove that people are not smart, that we're sheep, that we can't do anything about it. They can take leaders of us and just wipe us out, kill our families in front of you, and you can't do anything about it. You, you are our product. You are our assets. You are our chattel. So it's like, basically, we have to say no. Here's the evidence. It cannot be denied. We can't go along with their talking points and allow each of us to start falling apart. Like Paul Martin and uh, Paul Anderson from Marvel, Paul Martin from Matrix, um, these other guys that are doing documentary, other people that are like um, uh, the Q movement is contacting us now and working directly. They're going to do some interviews together. Um, they're saying that we're part of the Trump thing. So what's going on is um, we're all starting to gather. We're all starting to come together. So, but for the audiences out there, for people out there, spread the word. It's like they're wiping us out top down right in front of you. It's almost like if a sheep is brave enough to say, we're not going to have our wool taken anymore. We're taken away in front of your eyes and killed or our sons are killed. It's like, let's stop that. Let's spread the word. Let's spread the evidence and say, we will not accept these talking points anymore. We will not accept the like um, accusations like delusional. They throw it on like candy. We're going to actually lift the evidence and show it. We're not going to accept uh, statements like in my situation where the inserted material, my high school, my birthday, my dad's name, and my name is Neo is supposed to be, quote, coincidence. Are you serious? The birth, the clock that has my exact birthday on it, 7259, is coincidence. Are you serious? But they want audiences to believe that. So it's time to throw out that World War II system that works for them. Yeah, I think so. It's time for, to, to not accept this. But now you have all this evidence on a website. People can go and do the research themselves and see and compare the screenplay. Mm -hmm. And you have all this stuff laid out for people. Um, what is I that website? Red Pill Rising, one word, Red Pill Rising, comes from our screenplay, dot org. And when do you think this next screenplay will be out? Because I'm really excited to 
to see this. I think this is an important thing to just even just for you and to get over all this, this, this stealing and the evil and they're just such a mess, these people. Um, it's such a healing process for you. Yeah. Well, Sarah, yeah, absolutely. For me, it's like, I want to finish the job. I want to finish the job. I would like to see it through in honor and memory of my sons that were killed and also to complete the job. All I'm asking for is like, well done. That's all I want. And so I just want to finish it and, and take that pack and throw it off. I did my job and live a normal life with my last surviving son and with manager and stuff. That's all I want, you know, and, and do my part. So a lot of us are like that. We don't, we're not wine and dine with the idea of like fame, women, beautiful women, starlets, things like that. We just want to make difference in the world and be done with it. Well, we don't want that. That's not integrity. That's not integrity. That's not where creative and genius and all this other stuff that you have comes. It's not where the beauty is. It's no, not no. where all the greatness is. No. And that is, you can throw as much money and crap and at me as you want. And it's just, the, it, it's nothing. You're right. You're right. And that's the thing, Sarah. Well said. Well, you articulated so well. Thank you. It's like, what we want, if Hollywood wants to know, I want my son to say, I'm proud of you, dad. You made a difference in the world. Yeah. And it means something to me. That's good for me. I'm good for gold. Well, I'm so glad you keep fighting. Um, I've done a research on your and your screenplay, and it really believes that they played a number on you. And I, I just, I don't, I think that's wrong. And, and it is weird how it matches what we're starting to see. So it's kind of incredible. So it's just very interesting. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. That was the, that was the question you asked. I think it's so, such a great question, such a fascinating question. Where did it come from? I'm still learning where it came from. It, it just came through me. And it was like, I just wrote laughing and crying at the same time at times. I was laughing and crying at the same time, writing it down. Like, just, like it was just, I was a scribe. And here, like you said, all this tech is now. And wouldn't that seem to indicate that possibly that this tech in here, like Neuralink described to the teeth, right? Which is the biggest thing right now. Well, that's being given us to us in 91, 92, me. Yeah. It shows a timestamp. It shows that now might be the time that it's time to wake up and see everything because this tech is now coming to light now. Now's the time to wake up the great awakening. Yeah. It's not quite exactly the imagery that they did in their movie, but it, it, is the, the no. concept of it. And yeah, because the imagery doesn't match necessarily what you came up with. Not at all. They simply want credit for the jack of the neck and do a, a huge thing, like a stabbing device that looks like a, you overblow everything, you simplify everything and overblow it. But that's what they have is just they want credit for the jack of the neck concept, right? But they don't care about the implications. A screenplay that we have talks all about the implications. Think about it where you're told, okay, you can choose three memories, Sarah, and you're ability to remember things is going to be removed because it's been bugged and uh, temporary and diseased. So we're also going to be given of your greatest nemesis, you're going to have their memories and feel what they felt and see what they thought and you'll lose. So pick three of your favorite memories and that's what you got to hold on to the best you can. There's a lot of implications here, a lot of like powerful thought-booking things for audiences. So I do, I share, I appreciate and share your hope and and we'll see it coming, that the, the script will be made as is. People come with a checklist and see all the train station scene, everything, right? Everything. And going with the Wachowski idea, they said they, that the little girl at the train station is just a subplot. That's all they would say. They didn't want to include her. But now they're saying that they want to make it um, from the world of the Matrix. And what their expert witness says, what Tom Oldhouse created a fantastic world. Okay, so they're gonna, they think they can rip it off that way. But they're also nagged by the idea that they don't seem clever for blowing with the little girl concept. 
So we may say little girl come back and again, originally it was gonna be little girl matters, right? Because they, they look blatantly lacking by taking the most important character and ruining it, the daughter of Neo. So let's see if they put a reset or a parallel universe and there's a daughter relationship or Trinity's the daughter somehow, or somehow they have to be clever for that. So they may put that back in there too. Well, you know what I learned today, actually, the Wachowski brothers went to high school with Michelle Obama. That is so bizarre. Yeah. That's... See, that's the thing. This one world society we're talking about, you know, like if you get into one world society, you have to, it's almost like those uh, disaster films where everybody gathers for the cave, but you're only qualified in a lottery or you're selected because you're an artist, a scientist, or somebody who's done the national treasure stuff. So it's like, that's the pick, right? So I've been, why was I chosen to do this? Well, I was inside Robertson's organization. I knew his plans, some of his plans and things. And um, so I was being courted all the time with one side and then being uh, destroyed and threatened by the other. So stripped, recorded. And if you consider what Stephanie Tanner said, which is a replacement wife for me, she made no bones about it. This woman comes up, friend of my former wife, saying that she has a red pill pendant and that she's supposed to, she had been um, Napoleon Dynamite writer's wife. And now she's supposed to be with me and that she was, wasn't supposed to tell me this soon, but um, she was with, uh, her sister is married to the head legal of Warner Brothers, Patrick, who handles the Superman case and all these other things, that all their money came from screwing writers. It's mind blowing, but she's saying I was their star player on the bench. What they do is they hobble you. They take writers that they think are good, kill your sons, that's supposed to make you, quote, putty in their hands, pliable. Then you're a broken person that will work with them. That's why the false 302s. It's mind blowing, but this all comes down to strategy, ploys, all laid out. It's like you are in a machine society where they're just rigging it the way they want without any feeling at all. Well, they don't. All feeling evil. Okay. In the freezer, they say. Okay, give us your so, website you again so people can go look at the screenplay and, and prove it to themselves that you actually Absolutely. did this. And then they can listen. I have another interview I did with you and then this one and right, they, can, they can see. It, it's very interesting story that you have. And uh, I'm so glad you keep fighting for it. So give us your website again. Thank you. Well, you make it worth it. You make it worth it. Stand up and do this. So redpillrising.org. Redpillrising, one word, dot org. You know what's wild for us? Like, you're so intelligent. Like, I have been tested so intelligent, too. What's killing us for audiences to realize is that we're getting tired. We're starting to think, is it worth it? What are we doing it for? That's our internal thinking for me. Internal thinking is, why am I doing this? I, I, I start to get nagged by it. But when I meet people like yourself and others that actually come forward, I'm like, okay, that's why I'm well, doing well, it. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad I've given you some motivation. We need people to get it. We need people to understand yeah. it. Do critical thinking. Look at it. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Because otherwise it's like, why? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I, I get, it's hard. A lot of us are struggling with the fact that um, we do so much and we're beaten up a lot and people aren't getting it. But I would think that, um, people like us are the nemesis of Hollywood because we're starting to really um, break into their market big time. You're right. You're right. They're fat in the middle these mogul movie moguls like Spielberg and those guys. They call them Spielberg and industry. The thing is that we are the ones they also, they also admire us. We'll have their attorneys and other people say they'll be trashing us. Then they'll, the break will happen. They'll go, you're actually a really cool guy, Tom. We, you know, we're fans of your work. What the hell, Sarah? <laughs> so they actually admire us. Well, that's what Norman Holbrook said, why they're destroying us. So we're that middle ground that makes the difference because with the help of the others, we make a difference. We need the audience to get behind us and help us and spread the evidence like you're showing them. But use critical thinking, people. Yeah, use critical thinking and look at it. I mean, think of it. What are the chances mathematically, the 
probabilities of having your high school, your birthday, your dad's name, and your name in the same graphic, the first graphic they put in for a split second, which is over their eyes only. You know, and then your clock, clock face with your exact birthday on it. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's another graphic I haven't talked about that has Thomas, Tom Park Aldhouse across the screen. The letters all line up in the, in the Animatrix. They're trying to say audiences are dumb. I wrote because I thought audiences were supposed to be smart. Let's prove them they were wrong and we were right. Well, it's very fascinating. And what a fascinating story this is. It's like real life is more fascinating than fiction. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you so much. And I really appreciate it. And um, I don't know if this is going to go up before Thanksgiving or after, but at least it's a week of the holiday. I wanted to do something different for the week of the holiday. And um, I think it's a good one. So thank you. Well, I love it. Our team will give thanks regardless. Thank you so much. <laughs>